sets your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you from the Cigar Cave in the hills of Steel City, get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community, by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in the cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or contacting us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? What's going on? Yo, yo, mother effing yo. Yo, yo, yo. It's that time of the week again. Is it? Is it? Oh, that time of the week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, time of the we week. want to be time of the week, not time of the uh, alternative. <laughs> well, I mean, it oh. could be that too. Are our cycles synced up? At this point, I'm sure they are. I What's up, Early? Drop. How you doing, bro? Early. Early stopped by. He's uh, mm. well, He's on time. He's not early. No, he isn't. He's, he's not late, though. That's true. He's not late. Better late than ever. Well, maybe. Yeah, so what'd you get into this week, bud? What did I get into? I uh, I worked, primarily. I, I, I didn't have much uh, interest going on. Okay, let me uh, add to that. I worked, and then I came home tired and slept. Often, wow. often napping <laughs> immediately after work. One of those scenarios. Uh, no, I... It was a scenario. It was a scenario? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did, I think forget to do one more thing on your mic so you're coming in if you know i'm sure you noticed by the way you're looking at me low. you're not quite as hot as i am I'm here as peppy nah. as I like to be. so we're gonna oh, bump you to is, my right level. there nope uh right there Ooh. should match me how's that sound now? oh wow yeah now it, it's now full it's, on now. it's effortless yeah. right Perfect, so, perfect. I, I did uh i did make some adjustments uh, oh, yeah. to the old microphones today uh, so I think it ought to give us a little bit better of a balance and getting rid of some background noise, but still giving us a decent bit of volume. We may not have to work too hard uh, to make this episode publishable. What? Publishable. Why would that happen? I don't know. Oh, silly, silly. So uh, how about you? You uh, look exhausted. You sound I, exhausted. I don't think I got more than two hours sleep since the last time I saw you in any one session of sleeping between kids, dogs, and four o'clock in the morning filling out vendor applications and talking to people and sending emails it's you know watch the kids all day and then try and work all night after they go to bed and all night turns into all night but then oh, nine long, oh, nine. Nine. yeah oh, but it, a lot oh, of that but i had a lot of really good conversations this week uh on what was it on Wednesday? You got some surprise visit tours. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't expecting them. And uh, Mike King gave me a call and said him and Paul Palmer were in the area. So they stopped by the shop. And I'm like, you do realize it's not a shop yet. It is absolutely a construction site. And, uh, dude, they didn't care at all. I, I, if you guys haven't checked it out, there's a video on Just the Tip. Um, but you can see, like, I just popped up some camp chairs. And we hung out for an hour and a half and talked about life's little nuances. The camp chairs were mentioned uh, mm. Sam, big fan, fan of the camp chairs. Mm. Big fan. Absolutely. He uh, he seems to appreciate some. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about some. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, the thing that I thought was so cool was it really, I, I said it on the video, but it's amazing that all you need is three camp chairs and cigars, and it's a good time. Like, the conversation was good. The what ambience about, is natural just because you have cigars and, and a place to sit. What about two turntables and a microphone? 
Where are you at? I'm in the cigar cave. Where are you at? Although, today, is it more appropriate to call it the cigar castle? Hmm. I mean, a man's Yo, home is his castle. It's a little late, but that that actually would be a good name, too. Cigar castle? Oh, yeah. No, I mean... Dude, total medieval? Yeah. Well, why, why would we call it the castle, Corey? Why would we call it the castle? Mm. It might be because of what we're smoking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you, you curious about that? Uh, let's find out together. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Leaning House Fine Cigars. The Leaning House is your destination for the ultimate cigar smoking experience. Whether you're exploring their wide selection of premium cigars, unwinding in their comfortable lounge, or enjoying live music on one of the most unique and intimate live music venues in the Berg, the house has something for everyone. Do you want to try the stick we're smoking today? Stop by LeaningHouseFineCigars.com or visit Dave, Dave in Bel Vernon or Heidi in Brownsville. Wherever you are, make the house your home for premium cigars. Make the Bro, house you didn't your, your mic. What's that? You didn't mute your mic when you said that, so like I did. No, you didn't no? come through the the headphones. Let us know. Oops. Earl, did I did I boo? Did I boo boo? Did I maybe just? Uh, oh, you know what? I wonder right. if that's just what we yeah. can hear. Yeah, it's kind of. The thing is, oh. it mutes it in my mic. Oh, so when we're saying we got, I got to be aware of that. Yeah, I, I, there needs to be a mute all button. There's not? Because I assume that's what I was doing. Yeah, I assume is this not... is solo, but this is what I hear. <laughs> Earl goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, yep. Earl will let you, let you know. He'll let you know. <laughs> we are not an authority on all things podcasting. Mm. Dude, this is awesome. Dude, the draw's really nice. We should tell him what it the is. The flavor up front, good. Well, I mean, it's yours. Isn't oh, it? yeah. I guess it is. I mean, I wrote Sam real big on my page, so. Yeah. I didn't have a pen yet, and then I just didn't do it once you gave me a pen. <laughs> Tom so this Reader week would be disappointed. <laughs> this week, we're going to be smoking the High Clear Castle Victorian 5.5 by 46 Corona. Um, and, dude, I'm, I'm loving it already. I'm really, really impressed with this cigar. The shade was is a good stick, and I recommend it to people all the time. I like this better. Yeah, me too. I, I, this Although, is, in all fairness, I mean, I'm early. The fact, well, I thought he was early. No, he's early. You're Sammy. Damn it! <laughs> I thought you were gonna let me hang on that one. I was. There it is. I'm not a cricket, bro. There you go. I'm trying. I'm trying to set him up. We'll get there. We'll get there. Chemistry's not on yet today. Yeah, it's, I'm so tired. You know, the thing is about me liking the original High Clear Castle is that's why it's such a compliment is because I do not dig shade. Yeah. So for you, it's almost natural that you'd like that stick, even though it's not natural, it's shade. Yeah. For me, it's unnatural, which makes sense because it's shade. You're just having fun with the word wordplay today, aren't you? I enjoy wordplay. Okay. So I it. <laughs> this cigar's got an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a <laughs> Brazilian Matafina binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. Jimmy uh, Jam. The High Clear Castle is a project between George Herbert, the eighth Earl of, I'm going to butcher this, Carnarvon? Carnarvon? Carnivore, I, I don't know, and Nick Melilla. This line extension is meant to be reminiscent of the first cigars imported to England during the Victorian era, which took place in England under the reign of Queen Victoria from 1837 to 1901. So, apparently, this is that is. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not trying to throw any shade at George Herbert. That is not a very royal-sounding name, is it? I think it is, though. I think just you. Do, know, but does it do, when you think George Herbert? Does, yeah, that, like, does that George it, Herbert, the eighth Duke of Earl? Oh wait, no, that's yeah, Earl. right. You know what I mean? If you say, "I'm now presenting George Herbert, the 
Eighth Earl of Carnarvon. I would. Uh, I'm, gave, I'm <coughs> giving up on that. Then. So which Earl was Earl? Earl. Earl. We need to know which Earl are you. Duke. 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 Duke of Earl. I was no. going. My name is Earl. Mm. Well played. Good show. Good show. Do you have a brother named Randy? So my brother used to have this god awful mustache, and he looked just like Earl. Yeah. And then right when he started, the same time a guy named Randy started, who looked just like Randy. <laughs> so he, he had Earl written all over his car all the time, and all that jazz from work. The guys were pretty relentless on it. It's a beautiful thing. Now he has a neon green and blue mohawk, and he's had right. it for like three years. And I'm like, dude, you like, if you're trying to make a statement, it's made. You you you, you did it. And he's like, well, I can't do anything else at this point. I'm going bald. He's like, I'm just going to hang on to it as long as I can. Yeah, fair enough. You do you, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got I got nothing to say in that regard. I I, I mean, more power to you if you got it. I, I don't, they say if you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't flaunt it. Fair enough. I'd say uh, just not the Earl in the trunk. Hmm? <laughs> so we'll see. Too what early. Are you, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Uh, did, did you pour me and you the same thing, or did no. you pour something different? I poured right. different. So Corey is drinking bamboo. Da bamboo. He's not, drinking da bamboo. Not the okay bamboo. No, the no great bamboo, which is actually cheaper than the higher. Well, I mean, of course, it's cheaper than the higher one, but yeah, the the black bottle is acceptable. It's reasonable. It's a decent rum. The bamboo is the clear bottle of bamboo is exceptional. Yeah. for less money. And I, I don't know why. I went in specifically for that today because I want I wanted some at the house. Oh yeah, because I I'm, I'm so glad they carry it down here now. Yeah, because they didn't used to. I used to have to go to West Virginia to get it. Oh, that would suck. Uh, you're drinking that, and I'm drinking the Ardvig Five Wee Beastie. Uh, I love this thing. It's I don't think that's how you pronounce that. Wee Beastie. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. No, I think you need to to you you, you pulled out your Duke voice. Oh. Good. The Ardbeg Wee Beastie there. The Wee Beastie. The Wee Beastie. <laughs> that Guaranteed. sounds way, way cooler that way. Guaranteed five years old, the Wee Beasties. Uh, I love single most. Oh, he's reading labels. No, I was I'm just, sorry, kids. I was just wanted to see uh, <laughs> if I could hold on to the accent for more than a couple seconds, and I did, so I was impressed with myself. Yo, what's up, Jimmy Jam? Jimmy. We got someone else out there, too. Yeah, they're, they're being sneaky. Yeah. 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 I don't know who it is. Yeah, they might be driving and listening. Reveal don't look at this. yourself. <laughs> Show yourself, my young Padawan. I'll give it to you. It was, I don't know who it was. It wasn't it was, anybody. It was just <laughs> it was an ominous voice. That's yeah, all. It was yeah, just going yeah. ominous. No, it's fitting. Good. Good job. I finished The Mandalorian. Did you now? And I'd seen it before. As soon as I saw the <laughs> ending, I was like, <laughs> you did see it. Whoa. Something just happened. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. The noise filter. The uh, the the. It got a little wonky when you backed up, huh? Well, no. It was the high-pitched giggle. Oh. Broke through the noise gate frequency. And, and off unlocked, she yeah, unlocked yeah. chaos. So wow, uh, that was uh, that was the, the thing is. I told you the the new adjustments allow us to come through a little bit louder, a little bit clearer, and eliminate a little bit more of the background noise. I think. I think right now we have a little bit better of a sound quality. Yeah, but if we hit anything too off the charts weird, like that, giggle. there might be some disturbing results. <laughs> Austin said, "It is I. Nothing to comment yet." Oh, I appreciate you. Uh, you, you letting us know it's you, bud. Yeah, yeah show, well, showing up, you know, showing yeah. what you're doing. Point, points for coming out. But yeah, so I'm watching Mando in that last scene of the second season. You can't. At last, we will reveal, reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Now, there's a quote. There you go. Is it's, it is the only, the only line of dialogue that Darth Maul has in episode one. Oh. Huh. Well, I don't remember that one. 
Yeah, at all. Not even a little bit. See, that's it. I, I forgot that I saw the ending to season double two. Double-bladed double bladed lightsaber. I'm talking Star Wars oh, episode one, yeah, the movie. God. No, that's Darth been a Maul. very long time. Yeah. Very yeah, long But time. I mean, if there was one thing to remember, it's Darth Maul. Oh, Forget yeah. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't there that long anyways. Although, once you get into the Obi-Wans, you'll feel better about them prequels. So, we think, girl. I watched the first, like, ten minutes of it today. Of Obi-Wan? Yeah. I was like, you know what? All right, pretty I'm, good little start, isn't it? I, I like that it starts with the recap. Yeah, and I'm like, Wait, yeah, man, that's did, pretty dope. Did I did I screw up? Like, no, no, oh no, it's a recap. It's, yeah, yeah. Remember this you saw 20 years ago? Well, we're just gonna <laughs> remind you of everything except Jar Jar Banks real quick, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> and they real do, quick. man. Like, they yeah. summarize all three of those movies right quick. Yeah, too bad that the too bad that's not how long they actually took. But uh, yeah. you know, there to be fair, there's a lot to be fair. To, love. to be fair, to be fair, there's a lot to love. Uh, in those three movies, mm. there's just also there's so much to dislike that you lose sight of it. Like actually, my feelings are if you just if you were deaf, you would not know why everybody hated those movies, <laughs> right? If you think about it, Misa don't just know. Reading, reading Misa captions. don't know what you mean. <laughs> Misa don't understand. <laughs> I haven't heard. George I understood that reference. <laughs> Earl said, "Bummer, no season two of Obi on tap." Oh, man. Dude, it left me wanting more so much. Oh, but they actually might do more. That'd be cool. They've, like... I don't know. I haven't seen the first season yet. Well, I mean, it's not exactly like they're going to leave any big cliffhangers, right? Yeah. Because you know where you start, you know where you end. Right. So they only have so much wiggle room in between. And they do some things that I didn't expect them to, and I give them a lot of credit for that. But, again, the thing is, it's like... You know, there, there's only so much of an arc that you can have inside yeah. of a, a series like that. An existing bubble. But the thing is, I mean, it's not as if a lot of time passes from the start of the show to the end of it. So, I mean, if you're going to make a show that takes place between those two eras, you could do more of it. Oh, You I know what you. I mean? Yeah. Because there's you, you, you can't have certain characters come together too often or you kind of screw up your continuity. But you could very easily just go, okay, this is where this dude is, this is where this dude is, and, like, here's what they were up to. And it would still be very entertaining as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, you let me uh, check out, uh, you know, Obi-Wan learning to fend off uh, sand people and Darth Vader, you know, taking out his his I frustrations on the yet. on the galaxy and you're good. Well, you don't, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is it's not fine. anything it's that's yeah. a direct reference. It's just, like... Okay, what's he doing? What's he doing? Yeah. Because they're both around. What's going on currently? Yeah, man, no, I, I'm excited for it. That little recap at the beginning made me so happy, the way that the fact that they did that, that now I'm excited for it. Because even before, I was kind of like, all right, it's another Star Wars one. I'm really going to spend time on this. Now I'm definitely going to watch it. You're doing good, man. Yeah. Um, you keep up. You might just make it uh, into a guest spot on the other show oh, whenever it starts up. Yeah, that'd be cool, huh? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be completely clueless most of the time, but... So, so you got to the end of, of, of so basically Mando season two was forgettable for you. It wasn't though. I was excited, and then like, I'm like man, I feel like I've seen this part. And then like when he's sitting on the rock and the blue beams coming off of uh, yeah. off of him, I'm like, ah, I've definitely yeah, maybe that was a commercial or something like that. I saw <laughs> you know like YouTube clip a lot of that. Um, but I did miss how Boba Fett got his armor back. Like okay. I, I, there's no way I saw that and would have forgot that. Like that was too yeah. cool. Uh, but. Yeah, that and the whole, the whole dark saber thing. I'm kind of like, all right, well, what's going, what's going, going on with that? So, yeah, it's it's kind of funny, right? Because the end of 
All right, so real quick, I'm I'm gonna keep this to thirty seconds or less. Yeah, we we, but, we move on to well, not th- I'm not even talking about that. But thirty seconds or less for spoilers. If you haven't seen mm. the Mandalorian, just give me like fifteen seconds, mute this, and come back to it, okay? Um, but Luke was the yeah. the big show at the end of season two, right? Right. And then in the Mandalorian, uh, or I'm sorry, in Book of Boba Fett, Mando ends up being the big story. Right of Boba, of Boba Fett. Fett, so it's yeah. always so we're in a place where it's it. like the most exciting things about these shows are not the characters that the show is about. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. I uh, I miss Marvel like the excitement of like going along with like starting it Robert Downey Jr. in the first Iron Man to like Avengers Endgame because they wrapped it up so well. Well, you're not caught up on that either. Well, but I'm I'm saying that that arc from oh, from yeah. Iron Man and you know the first Captain America to Endgame, like, I, I loved all that, and so far the other stuff has just seemed so forced, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch any more of them. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you got such a hard act to follow. I know. Right? Like, they, they had such a strong end and a strong beginning, and not everything in the middle was amazing. Right. And that's the thing is, because you're already started, you don't really have a strong, strong start anymore. Right. right, you are already expecting a certain level. When when Iron Man two thousand eight came out, it just blew everybody away. Yeah, because we didn't think a superhero movie could be that good. Yeah, and uh, you know, then we did not think there was any way in hell they were going to end twenty movies that good. Yeah, <laughs> right. So the fact that they started off so good and stuck the landing was incredibly impressive, and it's going to be certainly difficult to do that again. Yeah, and that's. It leads me away from it a lot of time because, like, all right, I want to watch this, but I really don't. I don't feel like going through this again. It's like watching anything DC anymore. I'm just like, ah, I'll see it when I see it because I just don't. I don't care about it anymore because their production sucks. Well, it, so there's one aspect of every DC that sucks. There's been one thing that's that's lived up to Infinity War and Endgame since then, and the only thing is. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Which I haven't seen any of those yet. So look forward to at least knowing that you have that. Nice. Because when you get to, when you sit down and you do that, and I highly advise you to go back and watch the other Spider-Mans first. At least the if the ones you're less familiar with. All of them. Well, I've seen them all, but it's been so long. Oh, fair. Fair. To be fair. Yeah. But uh, once you get through that movie, you're like, okay. Like, that wasn't quite at the same level because the scale isn't there, but it's still damn close. And that's it. Like The emotion in that movie is really insane. No, that's cool. Did you see Multiverse of Madness? Mm-hmm. And thumbs up, thumbs down? Um, If I was going to grade it in the MCU scale, I'd say probably like a B. Like a solid, like a somewhere along there. Like, yeah. they made some cool... The thing about that movie that I think I really respect is that they tried... They subverted where you thought you were going to go just a little bit, and uh, they tried some things that you would not expect, and they made some choices and stuck to them hard. Oh, okay. And there were, you know, like, some super cool parts, and there were some parts that left me kind of going, like, I don't know how I feel about this, or I don't think you represented this character very well, or whatever. Um, But it was... It was an entertaining movie, like if nothing else. It's yeah. one of those ones where you're like, okay, I don't really know how I feel about the story or this plot point or that plot point, but overall, I had a good time watching yeah. it. Yeah, that, and that's what matters, right? You, it's, you know, I, am I not entertained? So, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you you didn't comment, but I went with a straight cut today. 
I didn't notice. I just felt like uh, busting out the old cutter. I, I didn't know. know I was supposed to watch you cut, but no. uh, but I always I'm go. With, I always go with the V cut, and I was like, yeah, it's a straight cut kind of day. I did a razor blade cut last night. <laughs> I just been there. Yeah, I didn't feel like going in the house to get a cutter. I'm like, razor blade does a perfect cut, and it was a triple cap that I did it on anyway, so I could have pretty much used my thumbnail and popped it off. Trial for error, room yeah. for error. Yeah, no big deal on that guy. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the background of. Uh, High Clerk Castle and Foundation Cigars. So if you don't know Foundation Cigars, you might know a little company called Drew Estate. I've heard of them once. And you have one huge, uh, well, it, really you've got like a triple th- thread of cigar celebrities that have come, come out of that, right? Yeah. Because you're starting off with Jonathan Drew, but probably the more culty following, like the geekier people are more interested in Steve Saka. Right. Right, everything Steve Saka does is gold when it comes to the cigar industry and the fanboys, and for good reason. Like Steve is definitely the man. He's not the cuddliest man, but yeah. like he's the man. Yeah. And um, so the other half of the team behind the scenes of Jonathan Drew is Nick Melillo. Like a lot of people do not realize. Okay, the the guy in the factory, the guy doing the blending, is Nick Melillo. So he's the guy that's making all of the ligas and, and granted Steve's the ones going through the blend and saying this one, not that one. And you know, that deserves a lot of yeah, they're, respect. They're all but equal like, portions. At the end of the day, Nick is still the guy that's, that's putting everything together and saying, okay, which one do you want? And, uh, so when, uh, the buyout took place shortly thereafter, you have Steve and Nick that both left the companies and started their own ventures uh, Steve's was Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and then Nick Melillo uh, started Foundation Cigars. So he's got a few lines out there. He has the Tabernacle, which yep. is uh, an excellent cigar in my opinion. I like both the original and the uh, Havana Seed. And then you have um, the uh, the Budget Stick that's way too good for the price, which is the Charter Oaks. Okay. Uh, then you have uh, El Womense. And then the much easier to pronounce, uh, Wise Man, yeah. which is the same cigar, just the the darker, the Medora version. Yeah. Uh, and then you have High Clear Castle. So essentially what happened is you have, um, if you're not familiar, High Clear Castle is a real place in England. It is uh, notably featured in the television series uh, Downton, Downton Abbey. Yep. And they have a shop. And they did. They said, so we want somebody to make a cigar exclusively, you know, like a house blend that you would have, yeah. uh, except for the ca- for the castle. And Nick Melillo was the guy that blended that cigar for him. Uh, so uh, that's how it started initially, was something that was exclusively avail- available there. And then he put it to market and um, just a, a, a very high quality yeah. uh, shade cigar that I think is definitely worthy of the prestige of the the place that they of were the trying to sell itself, it, yeah. for sure. No, it it's a fantastic stick, and you can tell, I mean, right off the bat, you can tell the qualities there. I mean, it's beautiful to look at. Cold draw was perfect, and that's one thing. The The draw on this cigar is that it's it's the perfect for me. It, the, it hits that spot right on. Like, it's not, you know, the it's not too tight of a draw. It's not, it's perfect. And oh, for sure. Very few of them are that spot on to my palate. Yeah. as this one is like I, they're all a little bit high or low and there's i don't a mind cigar much. i think a category of cigar that you take a cold draw off of and you go okay yeah this is an upper echelon cigar 
because it's so easy to go too loose or too tight. Too tight easier than loose in most cases. But there are those ones that you take that cold draw off of and you're like, okay, yeah, like this is construction done correctly. And definitely I would consider this part of that category. I didn't realize that they actually, uh, a lot of the factories do a draw test on their cigars before they put the cap on. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think I, I could be mistaken, but I think they go through that process before the wrappers put on. I don't know. I didn't. Some of them. Maybe, ask, maybe it's one from I, column A and one from column B. I could be I would blowing it out of my rear end. I that at the very, very end. You know, because at, at, at that point you're done handling it. You're just putting a cap on it. So you're not going to tension it or anything like that after that. That's fair. So, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah, I'm not sure what point they do it. But, uh, yeah, that I know Agonorsa does it on all of them. And, that you know, that's who brought uh, it to Perdomo. my attention. Perdomo does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, big ones are draw testing. The everything. reason I feel that that's the way it's done because it is rooted in the fact that I believe if you remove the wrapper off of a Perdomo cigar, you're going to see a mark on the binder that indicates that that cigar has been draw tested. Um, So, and again, different manufacturers may come about it in different ways. Um, But I believe that is the methodology that they use there. And the reason that my mind says, Oh, they do it before the wrappers on. Yeah, and like you said, they could all do it. Di- I'm sure they do all do it different, but that's cool. That's uh, I do it like they do on the Discovery Channel, <sighs> dude. I haven't heard that song in forever, and now it's gonna be stuck in my head. I love that song, man. Uh, it's been a long time. That is one of the best uh, songs to sitting down dance behind the steering wheel at a red light, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Just these people like are gonna go home and talk about me, but I don't even about care what I, my, about the mistakes I've made with my life, and they didn't even know me. Now, the video for that is fantastic, too. <laughs> you ever been wrong? Happened to me. Happened to me, once For sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so another thing about Nick, clearly, um, Drew Estate, very well known for acid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the infused products um, were a key demographic and part of uh, Nick's skills uh, as a blender. And although I do not partake in said type of cigars... If I had to, I would definitely go with Nick's newer line, which is Foundation. Or, I'm sorry, Foundation is the manufacturer. The line is the Upsetters. The Upsetters named for uh, Bob Marley's band. I don't know if you know that. He was in Jamaica and ended up just wandering randomly into Bob Marley's house. Huh. And, like, uh, you know, like, went in and hung with his family members and stuff. And it was... um, you know, I think that that was where his inspiration for that came from. I believe he uses Jamaican tobacco. I could huh. be wrong. Um, but the idea behind the the upsetters as opposed to acid is although he infuses them, it's a little bit more subdued. So it's not quite as in-your-face infused, and it's uh, not quite taken away from the tobacco so much. I think that there's probably a little bit more of a balance there. That makes so, sense. So, you know, if you're somebody that uh, primarily smokes infused stuff and you're looking for, you know, a way that you're going, okay, I kind of want to try to get myself a little bit more into a traditional cigar, that's an excellent stepping stone between Step the two. Step down into it. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. A lot of uh, I've had a lot of people recently asking me about like, hey, you know, I've always smoked acid. And I want to try and get into the premium side of things. And first thing I say is why? Yeah, like, like, do on, honestly, like. like why? You know, if you just want to try it, good for you. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I got to know what your reason is. Like, it's I'm tired probably of people so giving their me help. friends will yeah. quit giving them wedgies, and, and that's fine. Like, okay, my, I want my <laughs> friends to stop giving me help. 
but knowing why I feel like it makes it easier. Like, okay, you're just trying to get out of it. So I can just dump you straight into like some of the lighter, friendlier premium cigars where somebody who's like, I don't know. I just want to experiment with it and try. Okay. Well, I'll bring them into some other flavored stuff. That's a little bit more subtle, or maybe I'll take them into like the Stillwell stars from Saka, which has that pipe tobacco. And it's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sweetness to it, but it's really not there. Do you like the pipe? Uh, I've never smoked pipe. Yeah. No, I've taken a few stabs at it. And, uh, it's really, it's, um, it's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something that you have to practice and know what you're doing because you have to pack the bowl properly, but you have to have the proper airflow. Mm-hmm. And like, I always struggle with it. And what happens is I lose patience because it just doesn't end up being as satisfying to me as a cigar smoking yeah. experience because I want to have a mouthful of smoke. Every time I take a pop. Yeah. yeah. And like there's, it, it's, it's a skill to hone and, and create that perfect bowl when you're smoking. And, uh, it hasn't worked out for me so much. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Patty said pipe takes a lot more work. That's what she uh, said. <laughs> I actually, I actually, uh, jumped off of you on that topic just so that I could get the sound right, bite somewhere. Right so Patty. thank you, Patty, for, for helping me get it in. <laughs> um, That's what she said. <laughs> Earl said, are you sure? Uh, he's only seen done after after finally done with cap. Uh, yeah, when I was talking to Paul the other day, he said that they do it before they put the final cap on. Um, if there's one thing to take away from this show, at least from this side, from screen left, it is that I am not sure about anything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if I had not just spoken to who I just spoke to about it, I would have not spoken to it at all. So. Um, uh, Seth said Nick lives up there by him when he's not in Nicaragua. You got a whole lot of powerhouses living up around you, huh, Seth? That area. Uh, he said Deadwood series is a great transition into premium cigars from infused. Are you talking about like the crazy Alice's or which are, you know, true estate? Cause, uh, most of the Deadwood stuff that we know and love is now Drew estate. Um, yeah. Clarify on that. Cause they have their own lines now that they're coming out with, um, says it's easier if you put a cigar in it oh. that's what she said wow okay right, that that is i promise right. that's the last one all right? <laughs> no it's not it's not gonna be no that's for this fine. show probably maybe uh, maybe probably <laughs> oh look at look at early yeah early bird there coming in to support the bald guy yeah i, I appreciate that arrow yeah i do not get enough uh, non-destructive not enough support i dig it no i like i said i didn't know so appreciate the uh fact checked on there and Seth said yes to something, and we I, I missed when it was, so I missed it. Seth Jones. Jonesy, I was wondering when you were going to show up. He says uh, Deadwood Series, great transition. So, yeah. uh, oh, he's saying yes. He was talking about the, the Crazy Alice and all that. He was answering my, oh, my, my comment enough. on that. So I don't know if I was listening to him, but I'll listen to you, Seth. Yeah, you'll have that. Yeah, I, we, we got we to, gotta, uh, we can't talk about the topic because it's a secret. And Seth, you're sworn to secrecy as well. Uh, but we're going to see if we can motivate him to uh, to maybe make a road trip and come down and visit us. That'd be cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. We'll maybe get you we'll down do here, a buddy. little interview and, and find out what's wrong with him <laughs> and uh, why why he uh, enjoys this program so much. I, You know what? I can't tell. I mean, there, there's he's in the upper echelon of, of the, the hardcore. Yeah. Right. And there's a couple other people in there. And one of them is... Go. And the other one is... Patty, Patty, obviously, oh, yeah. but we already know what's wrong with them. <laughs> so something to do with pigs. That's for it, sure. It, yeah. It, and anything we don't know, we, we don't want to. <laughs> yeah. We know, we know more than enough. 
it's covered. We're good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, but we appreciate the support from everybody for sure. I mean, the, we joke about it and all that, but it's so cool to have people that actually want to hear us do this. It makes oh, yeah. it so much easier to come do this. Oh, absolutely. So, cool, cool. Uh, I am. So my wife and kids left today to go to Scranton. Um, to visit family and whatnot. So she has a rough start getting out the door, and all of a sudden I get a text that says, "I guys just got pulled over." Damn it! She said the cop walked up, and the kids were screaming in the back, and he just kind of leaned in. And he's like, "How about just five over the speed limit, and I'll get you out of here quick?" And she said, "That's fine, <laughs> sir. That's it. Like, just how about I give you five over instead of the twelve or fifteen or whatever it was?" And he's like, "Yep." <laughs> you know, you know, triplets is tough whenever the cops are haggling down for you. Right? right. <laughs> like, no, all just... right, you got it hard enough. Yeah. And she said that's all it was. And she was going down a hill and one of the kids was was fussing and she turned around and she's like, what are you doing? And blew right past him. <laughs> It'll happen. Especially this weekend, right? It'll happen indeed. I've I've gotten out of a few tickets that I shouldn't have. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. A few. I was, uh, I, I actually got my license suspended. Mm. Um, not for a direct violation of anything, but because of the fact that I got so many speeding tickets that I couldn't keep track of them when I was a teenager and I was moving around a lot. Oh. So, like, my mailing address changed, right? So I'd gotten, within a few months of each other, I'd gotten several citations and I paid some and didn't track that I had another one because it was unopened at my aunt and uncle's house because that was my mailing address. And uh, so what happened was I got pulled. I didn't even get pulled over for doing anything wrong. I was actually driving at a reasonable speed at night at like one o'clock in the morning on a road in uh, between Lower Burl and Plum. Okay. And so there was a guy tailgating the hell out of me. And uh, so the first opportunity I saw to pull off and let him go past me, I did. And that happened to be at a car dealership. Well, the cop was sitting across the street and thought it was a little bit strange that I would pull into a car dealership parking lot at one o'clock in the morning. So he pulled me over whenever I exited after a minute because it was kind of like, okay, that was suspicious behavior to do right across the street from me. What's going on? And uh, when he ran my license, he says, "Uh, your license is suspended for a citation. You didn't pay it. And I was like, oh, yes, I I did. I remember the citation. I paid it. I know I've, I've got a receipt. Actually, I just paid one that day. And so I pulled out the receipt and showed him. And he said, okay, maybe it wasn't in the system yet. They didn't get rectified. I'm going to let you go, um, but you've got to show up in court and show them proof that you you, you, got you had it paid off and they should let you go. I said, okay, cool. So like a week later, I went through a DUI checkpoint. Same thing happens, and I show him the citation. Well, this officer did a little bit more digging than the other one and says, that is not the right citation. Oh, it's it is not the suspended right for a different ticket. And I went, Oh no. And so they towed my car. Mm. And, um, I, as happens in Pennsylvania, whenever you get pulled over with a suspended license, even though it was a temporary suspension, uh, you get a penalty year for every time you get pulled over with the suspension active. Makes sense. So I ended up with a two year, suspension oh. because I was pulled over twice while having my license suspended. Oh God. Yeah. Not great. So some of them I got out of, I didn't get out of, 
<laughs> I didn't get out. I just realized when I got to the end of that story, I was like, wait a minute, how do we get here? Yeah. And I went, oh, I've gotten out of tickets. And I was like, I guess I didn't, I get, I didn't get out, out of those. those no, ones, I, so. I paid them, didn't pay them, and got in trouble for not paying them. Whoops. Ah, the system working. I'm a little concerned about whatever Seth Jones is talking about in the chat room there, and I'm just going to move on. Just, past just it. let it go. Yeah. I nope. want to address you, buddy. I want to include you in the conversation, but quite frankly, I'm terrified of asking <laughs> questions and what those answers might be. Yeah, so because there's people listening who can't see it, I have to read it now. <laughs> I uh, guess I haven't. Yeah, you, know, you didn't account for that. And we talked about this. Was that your laugh or mine? It was your count. You you hit it a little hard. Uh, so just, just stay back a little bit in yeah. your seat. I'm sorry, kids. I cannot actively make a change during the show i don't think that is going to be productive to prevent that so what i'm going to have to do is revert to old settings afterward uh you know and again is it worth the thing is just about anything you could do on yeah. accident might end up set like if somebody bangs something into the table it could be it yeah. it could be it so like uh yeah, I, I think oh. we're probably going to have to revert, which sucks because I like the sound quality that we're getting right yeah. now, except for when that happens. Yeah, and I'm hoping the the final volume is better. Uh, so Seth had said he preferred softcore on Skinamax, and the reason he said that, which he's now answered us, was he said, you guys told me I was hardcore. You, sir, you are. You are hardcore for sure. Is it? Because he says he's softcore. I mean. Yeah, but I, I'm arguing with him. I'm saying he is hardcore. It sounded like you were agreeing with him, but the message was argumentative. I'm, agree I'm agreeing so. with what we stated. Yeah, okay. Because we were right. All right. We did it properly. What are you uh, playing with now? I'm looking at my own mic level to see if I could make an adjustment and like do a little experimentation, but I'm a little very concerned because I'm looking yeah. at it and going like, yeah, I don't really know which one of these is controlling that yeah. uh, and which is going to make it go away. I think it's this one. I think if I take it down now you notice how yeah. i fall off well i fell all yeah. the way up. You were, you're gone so i was in about there you go this range before let's see where you are i'm not going to mess with yours i'm using yours as a base nah because it must have been higher because yours is at 24 i'm at 25 all right all, all right. right that's enough of that so uh the wee beastie have you ever had it before i don't know that i have although if i have it would have had to be in your presence because you do have a tendency Oh, to bring over yeah. more than one Ardbeg. Yeah, I'm an I'm a Ardbeg fan. But no, I, I don't believe I brought the server last time. I think I just brought the Cory Reckon and the Ugadol. Oh, I like the name of that one. Cory Reckon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the Cory Reckon there. But no, it, it, you know, it's really good. It's pleasant. Uh, I'm enjoying the Bamboo, though. It's The Weebies D is a better pair or match for this cigar, however you want to talk about it. Um, you know, it goes with it really well, but the Bamboo is just sweet and... I'm in a grumpy mood, and sweetness is something I need in my life right now. All right. Well, I won't judge you. No, don't I am not a judgmental person. I still feel like I'm coming in quieter than I was before, but it might be in my head. Yeah, um, you're a little bit quieter, but... The other thing is, though, I'm picking up, a, like, as much as it's toning out some of the fan noise and stuff that we got going on in the back room, I'm hyper aware of the squeaking of my chair. And I'm like, and it's uh, very much there oh, today. Oh, yeah, very much. It's like, oh, I should have... Should have oiled the old. Uh, the you old need throne. a bit more lube, bud. Yeah, a little more lube on the throne. Well, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> just a tad more of the lubricant. Just a tip more. You almost hit it, I think, on that yeah. one on your tad. Yeah. You might want to be a little bit more conservative with your tuz. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> ta -ta. Is it my ta ta ta? -ta? Well, uh, the last time I think it was a C. Ah. Uh, but yeah. it was just, there was a sharp. And I popped it. And it was game over. Yeah you, yeah, you broke through the old noise gate and. Uh, 
uh, probably rattled a few ears. Maybe uh, Earl, if you're driving, we apologize for any damage done to your windows. Yeah, it's Earl. He'll be fine. He probably doesn't even have windows. He's probably on the That's true. three-wheeler. That's true. His thing's like a tricycle version of a Flintstones car, right? right? It just has like the little shade over top. Yeah, no, those things are cool, though. I, I appreciate it. Is that, is that what you appreciate about Earl? I, I mean, I appreciate a lot of things about Earl. He's a heck of a guy. I do like that he was, you know, uh, early. Uh, let's see. It's not really coming through on my end. The sound. Oh, so he said that it's not. Seth Jones said it sounds fine from there. Oh, really? So, well, that's nice. if anybody else wants to chime in and let us know, but I'm thinking that, uh, yeah, if we go back and play it, I'm, I'm thinking when I go to mess with it and post it up, I'm going to see a glaringly large Just like, spike. here you go. Yeah, it was like, really bang. loud. Well, yours wasn't as egregious as no, mine. No, yours was really <laughs> there was There was something in there that the old system didn't like. She said, Sorry. no mas. I've heard it many times before. I'll hear it some more. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, shop updates. So I wanted to tell you, the I got the architect out finally. Oh, okay. I got one of them to actually show. I thought you were talking about a cigar line for a moment. <laughs> no, I, uh, I actually got a... It'd be a good name for a cigar line. The architect. The architect. That sounds dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a little too Matrix for me, though. It doesn't fit with our brand, but like somebody <laughs> respectable, that'd be a good, good yeah, name. Right? Yeah, somebody who actually knows what they're doing. Uh, but no, so I got an architect to actually show up and you know measure and do things because I had probably 30 of them get back to me and they all sent me these giant quotes and I'm like, wait, you haven't taken them, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Like they're all sending me these quotes and I'm like, wait, the one quote was like $15,000 for the drawings and I'm like, bro, I don't know how much this stuff costs, but I know that's not it. <laughs> I, and, I could draw a little bit. I could whip out the old Crayolas. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about it. <laughs> But this guy, he's being, he's really cool. Uh, he's helped to move move the the timeline up a little bit. There you go. Which is going to help. And then I got in contact with a different uh, shelf manufacturer. Uh, got some exciting conversations that happened that I can't talk too much about yet with uh, a gentleman from, I guess, a cigar company. We'll just go that way. Um, and. He had some good cool ideas on, on, on some conversation that we had. He had some really good input, and I got some exciting stuff for the shop that got written out, which is part of why I'm so tired. It's because I've been staying up writing notes out and spreadsheets and all that crap, and then I'm one of those, like, if I have a thought on something that's fairly elaborate, I need to write it down right now, or else it's just gone. Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing the season uh, an entire season of a show uh, that I had already watched, so... Until the last like ten minutes, yeah, <laughs> that's impressive. As, really. soon, as soon as I saw the X Men go that by, was, well, oh. you said the blue light. That was like the second to last episode when he's sitting on the rock. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as I saw the X Wing, I was like, "Oh man, I've watched this before." Uh, Earl said, uh, "Hiram, Hiram, Hiram, and Solomon, Grand Architect, Grand Toro cigar already exists." That's what I appreciate about you, Earl. Mm -hmm. You pop them balloons. You're a real balloon popper. Yeah, he'll find it. He can kill the excitement. Nah, it just lets you know it was a good idea because he already uh, somebody already did it. He just confirmed that you're right. That was a good idea. Yeah, all he did was, uh, was just save us else. some legal fees, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one or two. Not not a bad way to go when you think about it. Save yeah. save that money for something else. I'm sure there will be another lawsuit worthy of our finances. Right. At some point, it's going to be popping up there. It does happen on occasion. Um. A lot more than you'd think, actually. Yeah, it happens a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, like all the time. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little so a lot. 
I spent a lot of hours dealing with that already, and I'm not even open yet. So, well, yeah, it's uh, it's a little abby noxious. You know what they say? No bad, no uh, bad press. No, no, no mm. such thing. Uh, yeah. like no, no such thing as bad press. Yeah, I can't do two things in my head at one time. And right now, I am trying to get into the good news, everyone. That's Ooh. right. There is good news, everyone. As a cigar smoker, I am jumping ahead of myself. Uh, the news is brought to you by Tom's Penworks. There you go. We know Tom. We love Tom. And he's he's bringing you the news today. So as a cigar smoker, you appreciate luxury. As a premium cigar smoker, you appreciate handmade craftsmanship. And as a customer of Tom's Penworks, you'll appreciate the selection of custom-made limited production products that you can show off to your friends. From handmade pens, pencils, bottle openers, cigar cases, and now custom order rings, like for your finger, uh, Tom will create something special for you or your loved one. Find them on the web at etsy.com slash shop slash Tom's Penworks. Tom, Tom with, with an, an H. H and works with an X. Yeah. He uh, he doesn't make it easy to find. No. Uh, but if you guys have trouble, just hit us up on the old uh, social mediums. Yeah, we'll get you lined up. And we will get you directed to where you need to be. Uh, so we got uh, we got a combination of a couple of different people, one, uh, some that have been on the show before and one that uh, we're doing right now in the news. I'm going to touch base on something real quick and come back. Seth, you like uh, to touch the base. Seth said Tom rolls, and he just realized he never posted a picture of the one that he had made. Uh, Seth, give us a little bit about how that interaction went and the reaction to him receiving it, if you don't mind, sir. The only problem is the delay on the old podcast, Rooney. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Giving him time, time to do that while you're while you're doing the news. Yeah, so. fair enough. Yeah, we'd like to know what the uh, results of that were. If you made the delivery and what happened. Yeah. Uh, so let's start it off with somebody uh, whose products have been on the show at least twice. Uh, Espinosa Premium Cigars releases the 601 La Bamba Warhead Eight. That's a that's a hell of a name, man. Yeah. Live in fear of the La Bamba. La, this year's La, 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 release, La, 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 La. the Warhead 8, is a 6x60 box press Gordo. That's really all the uh, information that I saw. I'm not super familiar with the La Bamba line. Uh, I think you might. I don't remember if you have I'm more I'm familiar experience. with the 601 line, but the, I think maybe the La Bamba is just, you know, like a, a size reference. It's a good so, song. But, yeah. But I thought they're, I don't know. Anyways, I don't know if it's a new cigar or if it is a new size. I'm sure Earl's going to tell me, though, because he's really good at that. <laughs> he's good at telling you. Yeah. He will tell you the things. <laughs> uh, so coming in at number two, uh, the cigar company that we are smoking right now, now yeah. High Claire Castle, is getting a wine extension. Uh, now, it is my turn to just completely yes. hack a word. Uh, the name is the Senature. S-E-N-E-T-J-E-R, which is Egyptian for incense. Uh, This cigar was blended to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the discovery of uh, the tomb of King Tut. Uh, The tomb was actually discovered by the great-grandfather of High Clare Castle's owner, George Herbert. George Herbert. (laughs) The Perfecto has a 7th priming Habano Ecuadorian uh, wrapper with a Brazilian Modafina binder, and the filler tobaccos were specially selected uh, and aged three years from unique lots, especially for this blend. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the real show is the box. Yeah, the artwork I haven't on seen the it. box is incredible. Really, like some looks like hand painted hieroglyphics, uh, and uh, oh, wow. has uh, actually it has feet on the box. Like so, instead of having a flat bottom, it's got they're they're very stout feet, but okay. it has feet on the box, so it gives like a. Uh, an Egyptian treasure chest kind of feel to it, and it's it's pretty dope. Nice. Uh, I never realized how much class you could add to a cigar box just by putting little feet on it. 
Yeah, um, that's but awesome. it, it looks pretty dope. Uh, the Premium Cigar Association is reporting that Padron Cigars uh, will release a new installment of its Family Reserve line, uh, which uh, I'm sure excites a lot of people out there. Clearly, uh, Padron, uh, they're, they're doing okay. They they got a few people that are into their cigars. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sure they'll be excited to see a new offering. Uh, it's going to be exclusively to attendees of the 2022 PCA Trade Show. That's you. Ooh, yes. And uh, the number 96 uh, in the name of the cigar signifies a meaningful family date, as most of the uh, d- the numbers do in that series. And this is going to honor Jos- uh, Jose Orlando Padron's 50- or 96th birthday. I can't get it out today. I don't know what's wrong with me. It happens. <laughs> uh, and then back in it again, Foundation Cigars coming in with the cigar we're smoking and two bits in the news. This is definitely a spotlight yeah. on them today. <laughs> Uh, they're creating a new line. This is not an extension. This is a whole new line oh. called the Olmec, uh, named for the first major civilization of Mexico. Uh, this will feature a San Andreas wrapper uh, and will come in both uh, natural and a Maduro. Nice. Um, so that excites me because we've, you know, for we're, some we're reason, both San Andreas fanboys. Well, the last few episodes, it seems to uh, be a gravitational point for us. We keep seeming to, to come back to talking about San Andreas uh, uh, Maduro and San yeah. Andreas tobacco. Um, I, so it's exciting to to know there's another one coming. Yeah, I think that um, I think San Andreas is getting to have like a really good resurgence coming up, like like a big gonna kind of take a big jump on some of the other ones just looking at how much of it's coming out and everyone i talk to who likes san andreas loves san andreas so it's yeah it's cool to see here's the thing for me it's they're they're not always done perfect Hmm. you know what i mean there are people that just have a blend and they go i'm gonna throw a different wrapper on this and call it something different and you'll see that with a san andreas on different lines but uh the ones that are that have time and thought put into them and are blended specifically for that wrapper. I almost always enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I cannot agree more. Just, just what did I have the other night? It was, a it was one of the ta- new Tatawahes and it was really good. And, uh, but they, they have a Mexican twist on a lot of their lines. That they already had ex- existing really good, really enjoyable cigar, but the original is way better. Like, you could tell the original was blended to be what it was, and this was blended to be what it used to be with some Mexican tobacco added. Like, it, like exactly what you're saying. They just kind of tossed some out to add it. But it was really good as well. Uh, Seth responded about the pen. It, he said he reached out to Corey to have a pen made for Mike Herklitz, who is the principal owner of Ferriotega Cigars and has been a friend of Seth's for 30-plus years. Tom incorporated his band and the 2021 foot band, the inaugural year of Ferriotega, and as always, Michael was uber gracious, and he was very stoked. The craftsmanship and moreover the turnaround time was really impressive. So, yeah. And Earl said the LCA, LCA cigars for July uh, came out today. Uh, let's see. Uh, main LCA cigar is the Purple People Eater. I did get an email on that. I got I haven't read the details on it yet. I've seen the band. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, begging for a lawsuit. It's it's just grimace from, yeah. from McDonald's. Well, I mean, it's it, it's it really is. But I <laughs> I saw a conversation um, about it on actually I think it was PCC. I, I think it was Earl and, yeah. and Mark about the dangers stopping of... with the cartoons guys like yeah. stop stop giving the FDA something to use as an example. Yeah, and and it's and it's listen it's the idea of it's supposed to be fun mm-hmm. 
and and I get that, and uh, I'm all for it, and it sucks that we can't have that creative freedom. Yeah. But the problem is you you do have people out there that take advantage of that sort of stuff and really are trying to market to an audience that, that has no reason to be involved, right? No, I don't think that's what majority of them are doing. They're just marketing. No, they're but... not, not the majority. I'm talking about people outside of the premium industry. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. people in the premium industry, I do not think are doing it for that reason. They're doing it to try to attract people maybe that are into infused stuff and make it a little friendlier seeming, something that seems fun or just seems like a good talking point or whatever it is. And, and it, that's great. Um, but then you have people that, that make the non-premium stuff that the kids like to get and gut and use for other things. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, those are the things that I think that are marketed with a, an ideology of trying to capture the younger demographics. And uh, I am all for going okay well, we got to have a cutoff and try to keep this reasonable and market things to adults right i don't agree with the current definition the u.s government has on adults i don't think 21 uh, should be here's the thing either you could go yeah. into the military when you're 21 or you can have a cigar and a drink when, a drink i mean i know right. it's been a lot around a lot longer but as far as i'm concerned you're either an adult at 18 or you're not Right, yeah, old enough to die, old enough to drink, old enough to die, old enough to smoke a cigar. That's that's it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure there's some differing opinions out there, but that's the way I choose to look at it. And I don't mind having a standard, uh, but it's got to be one of the others, as far as I'm concerned. Otherwise, it's hypocritical. Yeah, and I think, I think the fact that you'll allow people to vote and not be able to smoke a cigar is kind of sad too like what we need to do is start voting for some people that, <laughs> that yeah, make I, reasonable laws yeah i don't i don't want to get into politics at all but like you oh know, I, it, that's a generalization yeah, yeah i know that is mean. not picking on any no, one I, party and i'm saying i'm just letting go yeah, right there for they're they're all snakes yeah uh mr jones said he feels in reference to this specific situation kids these days have no idea who grimace is so it's harping on our generation nostalgia but i definitely am on our side when it comes to how they're marketing. Yeah. And the exactly. thing is, and you're correct, it's not going to be a recognizable thing for uh, for younger generation for the most part. However, it is still a purple cartoon character. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes into the, okay, let's be careful. I mean, uh, Camel Joe, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you think back to those days. And a Camel Joe is not that cartoony. Yep. But even then, you're going, okay, they're trying to use it to make things appealing. Well, guess what? If if that's the line they're drawing in the sand, then yeah. I would say we the cuddly purple face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. I'm and gonna, and I'm, again, it sucks that we have that as an issue. Yeah, but we all need to work together and fight to get it so that it's not an issue. Come but until then, don't give them ammunition for the arguments they're making. I was just trying to give you a backing track. It was kind of like don't a Sarah Sarah McLaughlin song in a No. Yeah, see now I'm going to cry. You always you always you always hit it wrong. I'm going to cry. It's in the arms no. of the angels. <laughs> so I just re realized looking at the camera what shirt I wore today. You know, I love this shirt. I mean, it's direct. Oh yeah. I and and I, that's what I appreciate about you. Is that what you appreciate about that's me? That's what right? I appreciate about so. you. Uh, for any of you non-Pittsburgh people wearing a shirt that says "Drink up, Yins bitches," so it, that 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 is what it says. It's very much a Yinzer shirt. It so. does. It does say that. Yeah. In fact, it does. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, so, I got no argument. Um. Oh. Uh. Do we want to talk about who we have coming on the show for our next show? 
Well, I mean, we've uh, we've got time to fill. It's got to mm-hmm. be filled with something. So I prefer that we talk about something. And if you got us something, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah. So we're not going to be doing a show next week for PCA uh, because I'll be at PCA. Are you going to do well, something? Well, here's think, the or? thing. We don't know that for certain. What we do know is that you're not going to see our conventional show where the mm-hmm. two of us are sitting together. Uh, we may... Uh, we may try to find a way to give you guys an episode, and we may try to uh, uh, do a little playing with the equipment uh, between now and then. It was really hard not to push yeah, the button there. Try and push something <laughs> together. Uh, but we, we might uh, see if we can get uh, some remote updates uh, yeah. for the kids at home. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be posting videos um, to just the tip and uh, um, the cigar junkies about what's going on at PCA, what I see, anything I think is neat and cool. So speaking of the cartoon characters, I heard that you might actually be going to Vegas for a different reason. Is there also a furry convention across the street at the same time? That's here right now. Is it? That's in Pittsburgh this weekend. I was just trying to make a joke. No, no, it's literally, literally today. I'm guessing you're a squirrel. No, I'm not a squirrel, bro. No, beaver? No. What's your, what's your, what's your furry? I don't know. I've never decided on mine, but I'm definitely not a squirrel because of a guy that I knew that we had the reason this conversation came up is he had a uh, I don't want to go too specific yeah. on it, but is it a weird dude? We, we started playing a game where uh, we would guess what people's furries were just for right, fun. Right. And he got assigned the squirrel and I will never be associated to him because okay. of that. I can see you doing a Fox, but the Fox is more of a girly thing, which actually just reinforces my ideology that that'd be you. Ring, ding, 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 I'm not a cricket, Jones. I feel like I'd have to go something nondescript, like just Cookie Monster style. You know what I mean? Yeah, just be... Cookie Monster is definitely my spirit animal. Oh, bro. You crack me up with that stuff. You're like, ah, me want cookies. I can't do cookie, monster. I don't know why I never took mm, cookie. No, well played, well played. Yeah, you, you do a good uh, cookie, monster. <laughs> I practiced that one a few times. I think I've met you here before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for the next show, that's going to be a proper show. We're going to be doing it on the 15th, and we're going to have Mr. Oh, the last name just eluded <laughs> this me. This is your idea. Let's Keith, talk about the thing. Keith Moskowitz from Kiki Momo Cigars is going to be coming on. I wonder where he came up with that name. I can't wait to find out. You can't figure it out? No, I'm going to wait till he's here and I'm going to ask him. What's his name? Keith Moskowitz. And what's the cigar's name? Kiki Momo. I, I get it, but yeah. I want to know how he got to. I'm going to name my cigar company Kiki Momo. Well, I figure he probably just went, oh, let's take these two letters and these two letters yeah, and double enough. them up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the, the, you know, like people ask me all the time. I think you? it's going to be very mathematic. It's going to be like, well, the, you know, uh, 2A plus, wait, 2A square plus 2B square yeah. <laughs> equals Kiki Momo. Equals Kiki Momo. Essentially. I think that's how the math breaks down. I think I might have forgot my order of operations in there somewhere. You're fine. But you, 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 I you think got... there, there might be some parentheses. <laughs> A squared, B squared, C squared. Um, Something about energy and mass. Pythagoras, theorems, and all that stuff. Yeah. All that goodness. But that's, yeah. a, that's another. Uh, I, uh, all right, Earl, pop my bubble. Is there already a, a cigar called the Pythagorean theorem? We can't say it, but we could, we could type can, it. But you can Google it. We could type it. it on a band. You could Google it. I believe in you. Yeah, you got this, bro. Um, yeah, no, that'd be a good one. Uh, let's see. But yeah, we'll be smoking that, and then we'll be doing a lot of updates on... I thought Ella Wednesday was hard to say. Ella Wednesday. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem. 
Pythagorean's theorem. I think it's Pythagorean. I, I don't know. Pythagorean is always, always hard. There's an E. There's a hearty in there somewhere. Hardy. I like their burgers. Hardy's? Yeah. Yeah, I like this, like, I don't know, the sourdough, where it's like just a yeah. grease mop. It's really good. I mean, you're yeah, not going to feel it's good it's bleeding afterwards. through the wrapper yeah. and the paper bag. Fantastic. And it destroys your upholstery yeah. and your intestines, but it's so good in between. Yeah, you're just like, and <laughs> I got to hold this up here while I drive. <laughs> that, that, um, that's a slogan. I wonder why they never used that one. It'll destroy your upholstery and your intestines. Oh, Seth. Seth said, would it be a triangle shape like the Alec Bradley trilogy? Well played, sir. Well mm. played. Yeah, but the problem is you can't point out that similarity or you're just helping their lawyers attack us. You're supposed to be on our team. It's the shape. Yeah. It's just the shape is always people have been them. sued for less. Look, we we didn't <laughs> come up with, you the know, name. there yeah. are people out there that have trademarked sizes mm. like nobody else can do the chisel. Right. Right. It, like you got it. You got to be careful. Yeah, but I'm learning more and more on trademark laws, like the tiniest difference at all. Yeah. And it's not the same. And they don't. See, it's different than patent. Patent technology or uh, the patent process, you have to have like seven things that differentiate mm-hmm. your thing from the other thing. And I think you can kind of cheat and use some really stupid things. Yeah, but. But uh, I was trying to get my cousin to help me patent a tool design for a while. And uh, I think he started, but he, my, my cousin not so good at keeping up on projects, so I'm just going to keep being poor. Your cousin Vinny? Uh, Danny. Danny. Although I call him Frenchie. Wait. The Ohio oh. University just trademarked the. All right. How does that, how do you trademark the? Uh, be the first? You shouldn't be. No. I think you trademark anything as long as you're the first one to it. I don't think you should be allowed to trademark any single word. Unless, but I mean, hasn't Snoop done that with like a billion things? But uh, okay, unless you created the word, like Google was obviously a made-up word. Yeah, maybe. Like were Google you, eyes. <laughs> nobody knows, but they did. He said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the closest that the that the Oracle Google came up with is a two sixty two paradigm cigar. Pythagorean. So we're good. We're we're good for Pythagorean. 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 Somebody phonetically spell it so that Corey and I's heads don't explode. The triangle one. Yeah. The <laughs> That's triangle what people one. would call it. That's uh, the triangle one. Uh, and I do have a surprise guest I'm working on getting here that I'm not even telling you about. I'm just going to tell you we're going to have a guest that day. If you guys want to know how our relationship works, it's pretty much the same as the one he has with you guys. Uh, he tells me that he has a thing, and then he doesn't tell me anything about the thing yeah uh he he has no trust in me and uh no, i'm not sure if that's warranted this one's not a no trust in you thing this is i'm trying to get this guy on the show for you oh like this goldblum this, this is a surprise for Corey. let's see that it's chest. not jeff goldblum i wish it was jeff goldblum. <laughs> i love you jeff goldblum mm, i can't i can't do the line or i'll break the microphones <laughs> <laughs> it's his birthday it's my birthday by the way my kids had bloom life uh finds a way we can hit that one yeah my kids made me play it's my birthday probably 30 times for their cousins in the last two days because their cousins are in from uh massachusetts that's right your kids kids got older didn't they yeah how'd that go Dude, they, it was fun. There was a lot of people showed up. So there, you got four-year-olds now. Five-year-olds. Five-year-olds. They're starting kindergarten here in a couple of weeks. Now, if you start looking at it exponentially, uh, because technically 
you have three five-year-olds, or combined, you have a 15-year-old. Yeah, they should be able so to drive So next soon. year, you'd be a 20-year-old. I do not think that's how it works, man. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. They would be 18. My yeah. apologies. Yeah, that, your, your, your maths is a little off. <laughs> it's not a good day for Corey math. Your A squared, B squared, <laughs> C squared is Corey's, not squared Corey's, properly. Corey's been putting in the hours uh, this week. <laughs> he's been putting them in, and he's been tired. He's taken some naps and gotten some dirty looks about it. Uh, but I'm here, and I am uh, as bald as ever. As tired as we both are, though, I feel like we got we, we got good conversation today. I'm enjoying. You it. know what, though, if I put it if I put together a show next week, it should be interesting because uh, next week I am working a I'm off this weekend, so I got okay. Saturday and Sunday, but I'm doubling on Monday, doing a twelve on Tuesday, a twelve on Wednesday, and an eight on Thursday, and an eight on Friday. Uh, so yeah, that would be that'd be interesting. Feel a little tired. Yeah, although on the plus side, at least it's front-loaded. Mm-hmm. So, like, by the end of the week, I'm probably going to feel like I'm getting, like, 12 hours of sleep. Yeah, you, know? you should be recouping. <laughs> that was always one thing that was cool. It was, like, you work all these doubles, and you get no sleep, and you feel like crap. And then you work, a, like, a 12-hour shift, and you're like, Did I just wake up from great. a coma? Right. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> what, uh, are, are there flying cars yet? Right? What, what did I miss? Dude, the hoverboard. We still need it. I want to know where it's at. You know what I mean? Like the real yeah, hoverboard. It, need, it needs to the show The real up. hoverboard. Like, not yeah. like, like those people, man, they've got some nerve calling that product the hoverboard, don't they? I mean, oh, really? Yeah. No. Like the rollerboard I would accept. Yeah, but it's know? not. It's not. But they did it just for the headlines. Oh, the company be, creates a hoverboard. You'd be proud of me. I just trash picked one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy a good trash picking. Yeah. I got I to gotta take it apart and see. Uh, hopefully it's a broken wire. It's not a bad battery. So look, it won't take a charge. So. I feel like uh, I feel like that's our generation's lawn darts, like the toy that yeah. they did not it was a think terrible through. idea. <laughs> it's just like let's uh, let's make something that's explosive and yeah. just incredibly difficult to control in yeah. any way, yeah. and mass market them and videos uh, of put people shiny doing this, lights on them. Where, like where their legs just keep going. Like yeah, see how I added fingers to that. So it was. <laughs> I was like, that is, I don't think we watched the same video. Their, their legs just start going like this. No, I'm not over here playing Mr. DJ. Wiki wiki wiki. Getting um, me wet. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Oh, come uh, on, it's my charm, guys. Yeah, I have I have a little if, bit of time if, after the show, so let's uh let's see if we can get some notes together in case well, you, you end up doing like a full like solo thing. Full so Monty. Yeah, because I don't know, hubby. I don't know what's gonna be going on with Vegas. I, I have a, I have a potential idea for somebody that I might be able to bring in uh, uh, to accompany me for that show. So we'll we'll nice. see how that works out. Now the one thing is uh, he knows Jack about cigars. Oh, okay. Um, but. In all fairness, that's pretty much the standard on this show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but will he smoke a cigar? Yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure I could I could pull somebody out. We'll, we'll find out what we can do. Yeah, it'd be something things different. It'd be something stuff, fun. Stuff and things. Dude, I, I'm really mad I don't have another one of these to just, like, chain smoke right off the back of this one. I, I'm in love with this cigar. Yeah? Yeah. It's a good stick. Um, for me, a little bit... The pairing did not do it well, though. No, the bamboo nah, is not nearly yeah, as good as the beastie. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm so. Let me grab you another glass real quick and put a little beastie so you can try it with it before you're done. Get at it. Because it is really, it's nice. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Uh, so yeah, I should have muted you first. Uh, the the thing is that we all know the glasses aren't in there. 
Yeah, not not we, those those glasses have not been cleaned in many uh, many moons. Uh, so the thing is, this is a very very sweet rum. Uh, I mean, it's a rum, so it's going to be sweet, and most of them are. Um, but the thing is, this this rum in particular reminds me very much of banana cream pie or a banana popsicle. It is very in your face uh, with the sweetness, and I think. What it ended up doing is dried out the cigar a little bit for me. So I wasn't, before I drank it, I wasn't picking up sweet tones on the cigar. But you guys know me well enough by now that you know that that is not my MO. I'm not picking up the old flavor notes, uh, as it were. Uh, so I don't think I recognize that sweetness in most cigars. Um, but I def- definitely recognize the absence of something. And it's caused by this. And since this is all sugar, yeah, that's the, the you know it's the only common denominator that you could have. Yeah, I'm giving you just just a taste pour. Beer. I almost drank this one again. I'm yeah. freaking going backwards. Yeah, backwards circles. It's my specialty. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it's it, the wee beastie is really friendly with that with this cigar. It's uh, I don't know. I because you get just a little bit of the peat in there. Just a little bit. You don't get a ton. So you don't get that yeah, that smoke rush that like sure. a heavy peat. However, they are both powerful drinks. Oh and, yeah, and and they're very as opposite. As good as the flavor was at the start of this cigar for me, I wouldn't call it strong. Mm-mm. Right, like this is probably a medium plus. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say exactly like you said. What you get at the beginning is deceiving, and you think it's going to open up and really get super full, and it doesn't. It holds to itself really well all the way through. I mean, the burn has been absolutely perfect for me this entire time. Well, guess what? What? One of us does know Jack, because you're right. Pairing's way more complimentary. Yeah, yeah it, it's much more friendly um, with it. And the nose on the Wee Beastie is far more subtle than any other Argbig. So it gives you a... I don't know, it doesn't give you that smoked aroma, and I... One of my problems with the Ardbigs that I like with cigars is the smokiness is too much when you put it with a cigar, unless the cigar has some other unique features. You know, like Earl does it right with the Japanese whiskeys. They're great with cigars because they have so many like fruit notes to them and they're heavy fruit notes that it really works with a cigar easily. So one of the things you're doing better with than me is uh, the disadvantage of having this size is that thing's real hot. That's yeah, another reason hot. that I put it down that I didn't like keep yeah. keep rolling on it because I wasn't having a negative experience uh, with the flavor. I it lost something with the pairing, uh, but the heat was building up on yeah. me pretty high, so I decided to step away from it for that reason. But uh, excellent, excellent draw, good construction, burn was perfect the whole time. Uh, the draw was phenomenal. Uh, it, it's a it's definitely a, a luxury type yeah. smoke, I would say for sure. And I mean that and. That is reminiscent of, as you put it in there to quote it, it's a, a, made for a castle. It's made for... It's classy. It's very high class. You know, George Herbert feels as though... We should put our pinky out when we're smoking. You know what? Instead, I'll hold up a different finger as I smoke for you, sir. One that in- indicates my true feelings on this. Uh, I'd like to know more like what you think of the wee beast- beastie now that you're pairing it with your, your go-to. Uh, I'll have to go back to it because coming mm. coming back from my relight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, get, not immediate, but... Yeah, we'll be get the, uh, very the, curious. the burn going. Uh, I, here's the thing. This this cigar's got a punch behind it. Uh, I think you could probably 
drink anything on top of it and be okay. You're never going to overwhelm it. Uh, but I get where you're you're yeah. swinging at. I would say Ugadol is probably a one of the uh, art bigs that that cigar would just be a waste of. Like Ugadol is so pungent that you either go for a creamy cigar or something like to just have some smoke and just in, embrace the whiskey, or you try and find something that's super flavor forward, like the. This definitely takes some of the bite off the cigar. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it moves it over. It's a good uh, comparable, not a good contrast. Right, for sure. And uh, the bamboo is just too much of a contrast. So, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to go through some of the welcome to the groups real quick. Uh, Mr. Christopher Morris, Armando Diaz, Donald Michael, not saying it. Mdow. Uh, Mdow. Mdu Solomon. Mdu Solomon. Mdu sounds like something I say after I walk into a wall. Ah, uh, yeah. Mdu. You sure it's not? Mbop. I took it okay, easy. Okay, see, don't blow the filter up. I'm being aware. I finally have a reason I can make him not do that stuff anymore. Well, for this week, we'll get cleared up. Although it's, I'm hoping I find it in between because I really am happy with the quality of the sound on this episode. Can can it like can anybody just say if they notice? any difference i mean i know you're not watching the shows back to back yeah um but i am interested to see because you know we're going through the headphones and uh speaking at the same time we're hearing so it's a different experience than when you're sitting and listening but we very much so we've come a long way from the start of the show in terms of the feedback of the audio quality and uh we're just trying to constantly improve or get it as close to perfection as we can and uh if you guys notice anything different out there i'd appreciate knowing uh, what your take is. Yeah, absolutely. Please, uh, yeah, shoot us a note real quick. Sorry about that. Yep. Dow got me uh, off on a tangent. Why don't you tell uh, him about uh, Matthew Sibuni? Matthew Sibuni. Uh, Rick Kirkland. Ken Horn- Horak. Jonathan Pepe. Taylor Clifton. Joe Beer. John Marby. Uh, the group over at Weakfish. Uh, Gino Fausto and Scott Diggs. Uh, Weakfish. Dude, those guys are awesome. I've, it's I'm, interesting because I would have expected it to be W E A E A K. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like a, a seven day fish. Yeah. Right. I, I I don't know. I'm working with those guys has been just absolutely just a good time. Do you think they? Uh, it was. You think there's? We. I, I got to know where the name comes from. Like, did they have a reason, or was it just like uh, maybe? two different names put together or did they just get one of those random word generators and put two words together i don't know i'm gonna i'll ask him next time right, on the phone. I, i'm in suspense you gotta Actually, you gotta let me know yeah well you know what you can ask him there you go you, you're gonna be we'll get that, one of the next that, meetings gonna involve you that one more thing that i won't have time for that i'll figure out somehow and it's one thing that i won't have to remember because he has to ask it you guys were here you heard me tell him he had to do it Write that down. Write that down. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to pull out of the uh, podcast viewing for a second to prep for the participation trophy because I need to pull it up on here because I don't remember exactly what was said. That's all right. These kids aren't participating right now anyway. No trophies here. They're busy. They're uh, doing stuff. No doing stuff. Focus. Focus. Here we go. Focus. Sean Craven coming in hot. Appreciate you, buddy. Less background noise for sure, he says, but without having side-by-side sound bites. It is hard to compare, and I, I appreciate the fact that uh, that would be a difficult comparison to make. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see if we can find a happy medium between the two. Um, either that or we're just going to have to graph out 
which uh, particular frequencies happen to jump Give past the problem, yeah. The old noise gate and uh, break everything. And don't hit a high C. Uh, so it just made me think of the Ecto Cooler from my Yeah, <laughs> the Slimer. Cooler. Slimer, baby. Nom, 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 nom. Right, right. Uh, so participation trophy of the week goes to Mr. Josh Hoover. Hoover? You ever Hoover Schneef? You ever Hoover Schneef? I've Hoovered Schneef off the back of an El Camino going down. A, <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That's where it ends. You don't have a mullet, bro. You can't talk about El Caminos. I mean, no. I, technically, I guess it's longer in the back than it is in the front. It, all right, true. Fair enough. Uh, so I, my question of the day was, why do you think cigars excel at bringing folks together? And it, it was spawned off of my interaction with Paul and uh, with uh, Mike King the other day. So I asked that, and he said he brings this up a lot. He wishes he could find it. Uh, he wishes he could, but he finds it tough to start talking to people, like cold call kind of thing, uh, unless they have a cigar in their hand. And then it's a lot easier. Cigars are a great icebreaker, and they make it easy to start a conversation. Uh, to the prior person's point, they're relaxing, so they open people's mind, let themselves be open. Lastly, it slows everything down. I think that's why we are seeing cigars become more and more popular because life and day-to-day is so fast-paced. But with cigars, it forces you to slow down and enjoy the moment. People don't get together like they used to because everyone's so busy, but cigars are one of those things that you can make an excuse to get together for. And I just love that. Oh, I, yeah. Dr. Phil Hoover coming in yeah, dude, it just and uh, laying it out. Beautifully written, beautifully put together, and I, I thought it deserved a, 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 a little on, mention on the show, you know? Uh, let's see. We got some uh, responses to our question about the noise. Uh, Sean said there is less background noise for sure, but without having side-by-side sound bites, it is hard to compare. I I respect your opinion on that, Mr. I uh, respect Craven. the fact that, uh, yeah, the C I already read it, and you read it again. But, hey, why not? Did, oh, did you? That is the exact one that I read. Oh, uh, I said thank you, Sean Craven, and uh, we could rewind. I was uh, straight up just scrolling, and I must have completely <laughs> blanked out. I thought you were. I thought you were going to come in complimentary no. and uh, no. give give Earl the the little bit of uh, spotlight and read his comment since his came in after the one that I already. Read. I, yeah, I didn't realize you read uh, one already. I was going to read both. Um, anywho, you get Earl now because you know I did one, you did one. I just did. What'd you do? I gave Earl props for coming in. What did he say? Uh, he, he said the balance and the volume between the intro clip and the actual talk. Uh, he didn't specify that it was better. I assume that's what he meant. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've, I've made an ass out of you and me once or twice. Ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I've it, never knocked an ass on the ground, though. Well, I mean, not in a cup. Really? Mm. We, we're going to go there? We're going to go there. <laughs> I'm still. You've really got to go into that, I'm don't you? I'm still salty. <laughs> yeah, so are my pants. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, that, that was. There's no salt in the drinks. So I don't know what was going on there, but. Uh, it wasn't you know, great. Personal decisions. <sighs> Life you know, choices. That was my there. best one. Hey, you, you give a young man 30 idle seconds, he's going to get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why, why, why? Why did that fit into the conversation? Because it's from my homework. I get why because we were talking about the salt in your pants. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, I don't, I, I didn't, I knew the reference, but I didn't understand why you used the reference. Now it makes sense. I get it. That is a, a good point there. Every once in a while, we'll walk our way backward through the maze and find our way out of it. And walk on back, which oh. is really the smart way to do a maze if you think about it. Just do the same thing you did backwards. Are you saying that it's amazing? 
I don't know if it's amazing. Maze. <laughs> Maze. Maze. I understood that reference. <laughs> There's no way that's his kid. <laughs> no, that one makes sense. <laughs> Somebody shut that turkey up. <laughs> and next, I'm going to perform a burp snort. I don't remember that part. The burp snort? No. Is when he burps, sneezes, and farts? No, I don't remember that part at all. Oh, come on, man. I remember them. Taking the bow and arrow and he, launching he, it. Yeah, yeah. Arrow roulette. Arrow roulette, yeah. yeah. Like, I, uh, I spend most of my time thinking about the uh, pop in the hood. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they all turn their chairs around. And switch. Yeah. And, and switch. And up. And, and switch. Wait, are we all looking at once? Switch. Stop <laughs> are it. we all looking? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this awkward moment. At the... Uh, at the risk of my wife listening to this episode, uh, she hasn't since episode two because of the great uh, really ashtray conflict. All right. But if she was going to pick a random one, I don't think it would be episode 21 or whatever this one is. So challenge uh, accepted. Many, many years ago, brother-in-law, uh, brother-in-law and I were on a family vacation. Salute, man. And we were at the beach. And there was a lot to look at. Mm-hmm. And so we came up with a code. Okay. And so you remember the, the telephone number song? The bat, da, 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 nine. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't know what the actual numbers are. 8675309. There you go. So what we came up with was uh, that the top half was represented by the number 8, right? Mm. And the bottom half represented by the number 3. Okay. Okay? Fair enough. So then we would give our heading with the clock and we say, oh, there's a nice pair of 8s at uh, 6 o'clock. You know there you mean? go. Uh, so, but then I would just go... You remember the calculator trick? Yes. And so I'd walk around singing eight zero zero eight one three five. Uh we always read uh we always went with uh Red that, Robin. That, that, another good cigar name. I guarantee you that one's not taken. Eight zero zero eight one three five. Uh, that's pretty good. Write yeah, that down. Yeah. Chichingo, you got work. It's the booby cigar. Uh the real booby <laughs> cigar. Uh, the reason I did the random salute is I didn't want to miss it. Uh, Earl said he had to roll long ashes to everyone this holiday weekend and stay smoky. So I want to give him a quick salute before he left all the way. I am smoky. How about you? Oh, yeah. Double oh, yeah. smoke. Yeah. So smoky. It's ridiculous. No, ours was always... Was that Sean Connery? Uh, dude, I've, I've tried to do his voice so many times I can't do it. I, I can see that. I just it's just, sure. yeah. it, well, it annoys me because it's one that's like close to and I should be able to and I just, I've just never been able to nail it. And it upsets me because that guy was awesome. I'm going to stick with cookies. <laughs> Is that what you're going to stick with? That's the one you're going to go with, huh? Uh, well, could be worse. <laughs> worse hills I'll die on. <laughs> uh, going no. out with cookies. You ever eat cookies on the toilet? It's happened to me. We had a uh, we had our code word set up, and it was just Red Robin. Oh, okay. Just be like, right, hey, dude, I could go for some Red Robin. And, you, and that just meant like, yo, you better look around. And once you spotted it, you went, yum. <laughs> there you go. So, I was I was wondering how that fit in because yeah. it was just making me think of undercooked hamburgers. And endless fries. And, and endless fries. I didn't like the fries. Oh. I'm not a steak fry guy. I like I like a oh. skinnier fry. I prefer a uh, a Lancero fry. See, it, I, I like more uh, crust to uh, filler ratio. Okay. Yeah. No, I, no, I get it. I was always more of like a Arby style curly, curly fry. fries. Like that, that's, curly fries are up there, That's sir. the winner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a good and steak fry. I respect fry. a good onion ring. Let yeah. Just get oh, that yeah. out there. Yeah, but like, don't overdo the beer batter, people. Like, batter it well, but don't, I don't want that thick 
like I don't want the batter to be this thick on each side of it. That that's a problem. Thin layer of batter, let it extenuate the onions properties. I love blooming onions. Mm. When I did my bike trip back from DC, I sat down at my buddy picked me up. I stopped at a restaurant. I got a steak dinner. I got a blooming onion. And I sat and I ate the whole blooming onion by myself. And right. then the steak dinner and a couple of beers. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I just rode 115 miles for the third day in a row. I am hungry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you something right now. This is a gift Uh-oh. that is going to mature with time. Uh, you are not going to remember this no. until you sit down the next time that you are going. This is like a hypnotism. You're, you're going to completely forget. But when the circumstances are perfect it's just gonna and you sit you. at the table and the blooming onions in front of you, you're going to go, uh, onion batter, let's get at her. It's going to happen. It's gone. It's unfortunate, but it's going to happen. <laughs> Onion batter, let's get at her. Yeah. Oh, what was that? What was that movie? The, oh, the Manchurian Candidate. It's, it's going to be a Manchurian Candidate kind of thing. Like, have no idea. And then all of a sudden, the trigger's going to hit. And it's going to be like, Onion batter, let's get at her. Yeah, if there's one thing this generation can do, it's get triggered. Right. <laughs> right? Amen. Oh, hmm. uh, abs freaking lutely, man. Well, absolute to loot. Absolutely. I have no idea where we are in the show. I don't either. Yeah, we're a decent ways. I was going to say, I think it's about that time, eh? Uh, I imagine we could do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm having a good time. We're in a good place, but uh, I think we're uh, running out of tent poles, bro. Tent poles? Tent poles. Tent poles. All right. You're just trying to convince me to push the button again. I'm, I'm 100% convinced that's all you're trying to do. That was really... I, I really I, do feel like I've it. thrown a lot of references out attempting to get you to go for it. Man. Yeah. I, I'm proud I of you. So. You didn't. I, I, you know, it, it's been hard, but mostly I, I have to say that the thing said. that it, it's been hard. <laughs> mostly, what's what's kept me away from the button is the fact that I'm so slow to react to hit the button that most of the time the moment's passed. Anyways, Sean said, not that it's ever stopped me before. How about them AVS? AVS. I didn't understand that reference. Avalanche, hockey's. Oh, Stanley yeah. Cups. Yeah, I, didn't, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, man. Good good for the Av. Yeah. Good for him. Did they good win? For him. It, it seems that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations to <laughs> them. Like, I don't know what the was going on. I don't, I, I'm not a, I don't do sports, bro. I, I don't at all. All right. Well, keep yourselves uh, on the Facebook group. Look around and see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, we're not 100% sure what the plan is going to be for next week, but we promise you that something may happen. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, hopefully we're going to get some behind-the-scenes little clips on the yeah. old uh, social mediums from our boy uh, Sammy while he's out living the life in Las Vegas. And I'm uh, sitting Viva at home working more Las overtime Vegas. than I care to. Viva Las but Vegas. same junkie time, same junkie place. Oh, yeah. Stop in and, uh, you know, Do see that what's going thing. on. It's possible. Make sure that you check us out at patreon.com slash the Cigar Junkies podcast and pick up some t-shirts at uh, thegalaxyboutique.com. Use the code junkies for free shipping on anything in the store. Salud. Stay smoky.